S-O-S-G Standing on solid ground Hello, this is Kim Jones, your host for Standing on Solid Ground. In today's episode, I am going to be speaking about the next layer of my foundation of my solid ground, which is obedience. In 1 Samuel 15, 22 through 23, I'll just give a little synopsis. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Also, I am going to refer to uh, as Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have rule over you. And then the last is obey the laws of the land. And that's Romans 13, 1 and 2. It is important for us as Christians, as children, as parents, as law-abiding citizens to obey what is being said to us or obey for what's best for us. Obedience is a very... um, crucial part of this layer because without obedience there is a lot that you will be sacrificing. I have learned like throughout my life how important obedience is. Um, Also there's a scripture where it says um, children obey your parents for your life will be long on this earth and I'm just doing a summary of that. Being obedient to God, to me, it is very um, crucial to my relationship with Him. If you're not obedient to His word or to His request, we often find ourselves in lots of trouble. We find ourselves... Uh, facing issues let's say for instance the speed limit is 45 miles an hour now I know to a lot of people 45 miles an hour is slow that there is a adrenaline rush to speed to get wherever you're going the fastest way that you can get there at the highest speed that you can get there But when there is a 45 mile an hour speed limit and those that choose to do that 45 miles an hour speed limit are determined to get where they're going safely. And they are determined to get there according to what the speed limit is set as. Those that speed they get to where they're going faster Uh, they also cause a lot of accidents or they will have the police behind them with their flashing lights stopping them giving them a, a speeding ticket so to obey means to avoid those tickets meaning that you don't have to go to court meaning you do not have to pay a fine, meaning also that you may not have to be arrested. However, what 
in some instances I have watched where um, some a speeder drove by me they were flying uh, just flying through the streets going 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 and about I say a block or two later I saw this same vehicle this same driver in a mid in the middle of a median um, where she had hit a tree and she was devastated. They had to, of course, call the police, call the ambulance. But to me, when you obey the laws of the line, you minimize the problems that you could face later, like losing time from work, like not having a vehicle to drive because it's total, like going to court because you were speeding or someone was hurt or killed. We don't understand the sacrifices that we make when we don't follow the laws of the land or obey what has been given to us. Let's use another example. We would tell our children, okay, if you touch that fire, you're going to get burned. Do not touch that flame. Do not go near that fire. And the child, when you tell them not to do, that forces them or it gives them a adrenaline rush to do it anyway because you told them not to do it. And they go and they touch that fire and they get burned. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Now this child could be scarred for life. That that pain could be consistent. I mean, it is so many things that we don't think about uh, when we don't obey what is told to us, whether it's by our parents, whether it's by our um, by police officers, by state or city officials, whatever the case may be, we don't realize the the sacrifices in behind our disobedience. It takes me back to the to the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, and God told them and express to them do not eat of this tree for the knowledge of good and evil he did not want them to eat of that tree and he explained to them there's all these other trees in this garden just do not eat of this one that is where disobedience came into play then we also have Lucifer, or what we, who we call Satan now, or the devil, or the demonic spirit in that serpent, where we're looking at this serpent talking to Eve in regards to this tree. Now, what seems simple, do not eat of this tree, that's simple. That, that's a simple request. But Satan made that tree enticing. And I believe that all the trees that were in that garden were just as beautiful as this one tree. But 
The devil has a way of making things more enticing to us, making it more tempting for us to try. That when someone or we are told, do not, it automatically flips a switch in our spirit to say, why, why can't we? I'm going to do it anyway. And that is so important to this foundation or my standing on solid ground because my obedience plays a big part of the rest of my life. Now, when I started this foundation, I started with faith. That's my first layer. I started and then there's patience. It's hope. Now it's my obedience. My obedience is crucial to my relationship with, with God. Anytime I disobey him, I believe that I'm, I'm more separated from him. A prayer doesn't get through as well as it would have if I had obeyed. And to redeem yourself with God and to have that connection with him again, it's hard to obtain because you have to get his trust back in you. He wants to trust you and in trusting you, you must obey him. So if he says go, you go. If he says stay, you stay. If he says no, then you don't do it. If he says yes, then you go ahead and do that. Whatever it is that God has explained to me throughout my life is that he has shown me due to my disobedience, I have to reap the seeds that I have sown. So if I have sown a, a seed of uh, malice, of course, I'm going to reap from that seed maliciousness not necessarily me being malicious but people being malicious towards me and whatever seed that any of us so i tell my children all the time make sure that whenever you plant a seed plant a good seed don't plant a bad seed because because when you plant a good seed Yes, it may take longer for it to come up and it may even take longer for you to harvest from. But the sweet but the the fruits will be so sweet and they will be so perfect. And I look at my oldest son who did exactly what I asked him to do. I said, "Oh, babe. I remember when he first met his wife before they got married and oh he was just happy 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 you know he wanted to spend as much time that he wanted to spend with her. and you know all these little feelings and emotions start and I told him if she's good enough to be with she should be good enough for you to marry if you don't see yourself being with this woman the rest of your life, then you need to not explore things that you should not explore. Now, I know I'm old-fashioned. I'm traditional. Well, I came from that old-fashioned and traditional 
parenting household, my brothers and I. And just because I made my mistakes throughout my life, I don't want to see my children make those same mistakes because I realize my mother will always tell me a hard head will make a soft bottom. And she meant that. And it is so true. And so my son, you know, after about four or five years of dating, I told him, I said, look, she's not going to wait forever. You're going to have to do something. So my son decided that year he was going to ask her to marry him. And he did. And they are they have been married since 2014. It will be um, seven years in June. They have two children. He did it the right way. And he's been blessed ever since. He's been blessed ever since. Because I explained to my children, I did wrong. I disobeyed. I did what I wanted to do. And I'm paying the price for it. I don't want you guys to live that life. I want you to be obedient. I want you to do the right thing. Walk the right path. Don't walk in my shoes. Walk after Christ. Don't walk in the path that I've chosen. You walk after God's chosen path. And you allow him to show you what he wants you to do and what travels that he wants you to take and be blessed. I want my children to be blessed. I want my grandchildren to be blessed. Now, I do have a rebel. I do have one child that is a rebel that she's going to do exactly what she wants to do. She says she's grown. She says she's going to do whatever she whatever she feels like she's wanting to do. And I shouldn't have to tell her, okay, that's fine. But I never, ever, ever stop planting those seeds in her spirit. Obey the laws of God. Because when you obey the laws of God, he finds great pleasure in that. Well, of course, she's going to do what she wants to do. And I, I see my fruits. I see my seeds growing in her in other words the seed that i sowed years ago she is my fruition of what i planted a long time ago so god's word is true whatever whatever you sow that's what you're going to also reap and i'm reaping it right now through my child and I pray and I ask the Lord, you know, please put her back on the right foot. Please put her back on the right path. Please, please, Lord, just help her. Because I know disobedience, oh my goodness, it's not a good thing. Diso my mom used to always tell me a disobedient child comes to no good end. And it is biblical. I, I know it's biblical. I've ran across it. I'm going to have to find that scripture and, and be able to quote that in the end credits of this episode. But it is so true. A disobedient child don't have a good ending, especially if they stay on that path of disobedience. Now, once I got my act together, 
And I had to take a lot of bumps and I had to take a lot of bruises along the way. I still have a lot of scars, but I'm okay. And I asked the Lord to forgive me. He said, I'm going to cast that away. But understand that I'm not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall you also reap. So if you sow an apple, an apple seed, you're going to get apples. And if you sow orange seed, you're going to get oranges. Where if you sow love, you're going to get love. If you sow hate, you're going to get hate. So I want it to be very clear that obedience is just as important as any other layer of my foundation. And I have several layers that I'm going to be going over as I continue my episodes. But I know that faith is number one because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I have to begin with that faith. Then I have to be patient on the Lord. I can't rush God. God is going to do things in his own time and in his own season. It's not on my time. He doesn't have a clock. He does it when it is ready for it to be manifested. Then there's hope. I'm hoping for whatever I'm believing in God for. And I'm believing and I'm trusting and I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm believing and I'm trusting and I'm hoping and I'm praying. Because I know God will come through. But I also have to put in there obedience. Obedience is a life changer. It will change your life. Those of you that have had experience where someone had told you I wouldn't do that or I wouldn't go there. I would suggest that you do this and you did what you wanted to do anyway. And then it cost you more than if you just did it right the first time and not do it at all. It is important for anybody to be obedient, especially when it comes to wanting to have wanting to have the best in your life wanting to have the abundance in your life. I know that it's hard. You want to do what you want to do. I'm grown and no one can tell me what to do. And that's fine. I respect you for that. I'm not going to judge you for that. I'm not going to place judgment in regards to that. But understand there is a consequence. There is a consequence. For the things that we do. My mom used to always tell me. There are consequences. And there are repercussions. For the things that we do. If we obey. There are good things. When we disobey. There are bad things. And to this day. I, I I relive these things. In my mind. And I relive these things in my heart. That my parents have taught me along the way. I've lost both of my parents. So right now. All I have is their memories. All I have is the tools. That they provided for me. All that I have. Is what they have suited me up for. And placed in my toolbox. And now I'm going back in my toolbox. And I'm pulling all these things that they've taught me. 
and I'm applying it to my life because they wanted me to have the best that I could have in my life. And when I disobeyed them, I disappointed them. And when I disappointed them, I disappointed God. So, again, these layers of my ground is what's keeping me steady and keeping me on this solid ground. As long as it doesn't crack from the bottom, I'm okay. It can crack from the top. It can be fixed. Cracking from the bottom, you'll have a problem. You might sink. But God is the one that's anchored this whole, my whole foundation. He's the one that's keeping it upright and, and steady. And as long as I trust in him and believe in him and have faith in him, he will come through. He will come through for anyone. So my stand, my solid ground, me standing on this solid ground will include faith, patience, hope, and obedience. I will speak to you in my next episode of my next layer, which is experience. And I'm going to speak about experiences, the experiences that I have gone through and the experiences that God has taught me. And it keeps me in faith. It keeps me hopeful and it keeps me patient. But until next time, this is Kim with Standing on Solid Ground. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And I hope that this has been a blessing to you.